Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Ashley Horn on the line, and she is a financial advisor over at Northwestern Mutual. Ashley, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing as a financial advisor, um, particularly the niches that you work in in media and entertainment. But before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started uh, in business and in your career? Yeah, absolutely. So I always tease clients that um, I was a part of Northwestern Mutual since I was a month old. Um, So I was definitely an advisor in training. Um, my dad has been a wealth management advisor with Northwestern for about 40 years, um, so the same company, and um, I kind of grew up uh, grew up in the industry. I didn't really know what my dad did for the longest time. I mean, back in the day, they were called um, uh, secret agents or secret advisors, but, excuse me, special uh, um, agents, and they worked at the quiet company. So the Northwestern's tagline was the quiet company, and so... Obviously, I assumed my dad was part of the CIA. Um, (laughs) So definitely uh, was very different when I found out what he actually did. Um, But um, I have lived in Los Angeles for about 10 years, and I'm originally from um, the Milwaukee area. And so um, I moved out to Los Angeles because of the weather. Um, If you've ever had a been to Wisconsin in the wintertime. It's very chilly. Um, And I did entertainment for about um, less than a year when I first got there. And um, when I left, I was really looking for a career um, where I could inspire people and help people and give back, um, as well as just I really liked, um, you know, running my own practice um, and really being self-sufficient. And my dad had suggested to potentially look at doing um, a career at Northwestern potentially. And so that, you know, um, when I went to interview with them, I just fell in love with it from the beginning. I mean, just everything that I could create working with clients as well as the flexibility and freedom that I had, you know, as a woman, you know, eventually wanting to have a family and um, children and things like that. It just was a perfect fit for me um, in my career um, with a company that I really never had to apologize for clients. I did a lot of research um, coming into the industry, just making sure that I represented um, a pretty good flow of companies and things like that. So that's, that's a little awesome. bit about how I got started. That's <laughs> awesome. And, uh, you know, there's some younger entrepreneurs or maybe some people that are just graduating college and they're thinking about going the financial advisor route as a career path. Um, what kind of advice would you give them to getting started? What are some of the important things? Yeah, great question. So I think a lot of the times is what I see, especially being um, somewhat on the management side of things and have been a mentor to a couple people, is that just having really grit um, in the business. You know, it, whether you're – I mean, I came into a completely cold market um, when I first started Northwestern. I mean, I really – didn't know that many people because I had picked up and moved to Los Angeles from Milwaukee, never even visiting, you know, L.A. ever. I just knew I needed to be there for a certain period of time, so I picked up and I moved. And so I think building a business, I think it's just, you know, 
I think it's just making sure that you face your fear every day, doing something that makes you feel uncomfortable. Um, so for me, it was going to every single networking event that I could find um, through LinkedIn, through meetup.com. I was the queen of cold calling. So I used to call like branch managers from enterprise. Um, you know, again, any opportunity that I had to talk to someone about what I did. Um, so whether it be, you know, um, some, you know, if I got my nails done or if I got my hair done or if I was at the dry cleaners, I mean, I really just tried to um, talk about what I was doing with other people. Um, I even, uh, just building my business, I even just went and um, I would leave my business card at different coffee shops um, as well as I would take business cards um, from coffee shops and I would call them and say, hey, I would love an opportunity to sit with you and chat with you and um, potentially even pass business back and forth. And so really in the beginning, um, I really did whatever it, it took to, you know, stay in this career and be in this career because I got to see the end result. So I think maybe a piece is have a mentor that's older, that's been in maybe the business for a while or an entrepreneur that you look up to or um, because I got to see what the life that my dad got to create, um, which is very much so the career that I wanted to create for myself, especially being a young woman, eventually not knowing what the next 30 years of my life are going to look like. It's nice that I got to have some freedom and flexibility in, again, my schedule, which is really, really important to me at the time. So definitely kind of have grit in whatever you want to do, um, whether it's being an entrepreneur or advisor or that sort of thing. Um, and then also surround yourself with mentors and consistently make sure you're putting yourself in a good mindset. There are going to be really bad days and days that you're going to want to feel like you're going to want to quit. Um, but I would say, again, just surround yourself with good people, have a good mindset. Um, again, what you tell yourself on a day-to-day -day basis is really important um, to su success in any type of business, in my opinion. Let's uh, let's switch it up a bit, Ashley. I want to get more into what you're doing as a financial advisor, and I believe you're also just recognized. Let's talk a little bit something about that because you're not just <laughs> any financial advisor. Uh, you're really doing well for your clients. Tell us more about that, please. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so I had a big accolade um, in my business, which is about the top 5% of the advisors here at Northwestern. Um, there's an accolade called Forum, um, which is basically um, the great service that we give to our clients um, and, you know, who we brought on and that sort of thing and making sure there's a formula when it comes down to it. But, um, yes, it was it was a very big deal to do that within my seventh year of being with Northwestern, um, especially, again, being a female. Um, there was only uh, approximately about 16 to 18 females that qualified for forum, about, um, out of about 350 total. Um, so that was a very big, big deal and a big honor. And, um, again, I know people kind of always ask me how I got there, and it's like there were the days, I mean, again, social media can sometimes be like a unicorn, amazing lifestyle reel. And, um, you know, there, I definitely wasn't posting about the blood, sweat, and tears that I went through <laughs> to get there. Um, but I was, I'm very honored and it was, it's, it's such a great honor. So I'm happy to be here and we'll stay here. So, so tell me more about, uh, the type of clients you work with, cause you have a couple of niches that are very interesting, especially in the market that you serve. Yeah. So I do have a business partner, um, and we focus on, um, highly compensated W2 employees, specifically working in the media technology world. Um, we also, I love working with badass women. And I also love working in the LGBTQ plus market are kind of the three areas um, that we target when it comes down to uh, um, who we're looking to really try to give back to. I think 
um, the reason why I kind of picked, um, you know, those two markets, I mean, the women in the LGBTQ plus markets is, well, obviously, number one, I am a woman. And so I think the main thing is teaching financial literacy um, because it is something that we just, we have full access to it, but it can be very confusing to people about where to look. It's like, you know, it's like the food industry. It's like, you know, okay, go vegan. No, meat's okay. No, dairy's bad. Dairy's okay. It's, you know, there's a lot out there. And I think, again, for me, it's just creating a space where my clients can come and chat with me, um, especially for a female to come talk with me about personal things that are going on. You know, hey, you know, I'm feeling a little moody or a little cranky that maybe they wouldn't maybe feel as comfortable sharing with a man. Um, I think is amazing that connection that I get with other with other females and that they really get to be their true authentic self when they work with someone like myself. Um, and I just really found that those are two markets I actually really enjoy working in um, because in the beginning, you kind of are like shooting fish in a barrel. You're like, you know, you you are really needing to spread your net very wide and kind of just meet with anyone that can fog a mirror, I think, in the beginning. And I think then it doesn't, it, you kind of have to be a chameleon a little bit and kind of change. And I think what I realize is, it's a lot. It's a lot better for me and for my clients if I always am in my authentic state of mind. Um, it's a lot more fun too. What are uh, some of the? And I know this is going to vary from client to client and also situation to situation. But what are some of the common themes that you find are not being taken care of before uh, clients obviously come to work with you? Because I know again, it's going to change from situation to situation. But I know themes mm-hmm. arise. What are some of those you find? So I think a lot of times like having um, a budget and it doesn't need to be, I think people need to think that their budget needs to be perfect before they come and meet with someone. Um, And it's more just kind of realizing the difference between your fixed expenses on a monthly basis and your discretionary expenses. I think that would be a big thing, I think, for people to kind of sit down and figure out because your fixed expenses are obviously your rent or mortgage, like anything that you know is going to come out every single month. You know, those are your fixed expenses that you cannot change on a monthly basis. And the variable expenses, I think, is where people, um, again, if they're having struggling struggles with saving money or trying to get ahead, those are the ones that you can really make drastic changes for a short period of time to really see a difference in the overall financial plan. So I think just having some sort of budget, knowing discretionary versus fixed, um, you know, I think would be a good thing before you maybe engage with a financial advisor. I think having a right mindset, I think it's knowing that, hey, I don't have all the answers and maybe, you know, someone can help me try to figure out, you know, how to accomplish certain goals that I'm really trying to focus on in the next couple of years. Because as we all know, time flies so fast um, in our world today that we don't want to wake up in 10 years and not be better positioned. So it's really just making sure to you know, what are you really trying to focus on? You know, have like a light budget and maybe have just kind of where your assets are in total. Maybe you don't need to know like all the logins for everything, but maybe just kind of know where the balances are and maybe what you have in totality. No, that's great advice. And uh, Ashley, so if somebody's listening to this and they want more information um, on working with you or just to learn more about your processes, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, absolutely. They can always email me um, is the best way, which all of this information is on my LinkedIn page. Um, So again, it's just Ashley Horn, H-O-R-N-E, and all my information is there. Other ways they can email me at Ashley.Horn, H-O-R-N-E, 
at nlikenancyandlikemary.com if they ever want to have an intro conversation or to get introduced to my team um, is probably the best way. Fantastic. Uh, well, hey, Ashley, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today, and congrats again on that amazing co- accomplishment of being a top advisor over at Northwestern Mutual. That's not an easy task to accomplish, so congrats again. Um, means you're doing a lot of great things over there. Uh, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store. Uh, do all, Share this with your friends and family. I mean, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Ashley, thanks again for coming on the show.